Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sportscast Podcast. We'll have a look at this weekend's football from the top divisions. Look at boxing, the build-up to the Rugby World Cup with an exciting weekend in the world of rugby. And a quick overview of the cricket. This weekend saw another exciting weekend of football with probably the standout game of the Premier League, Wolves, Brighton, um, Spurs, Man United with Brighton winning 4-1 away from home. I think this season Brighton are going to be the sort of fans' favourite who who want to do well every week. Not necessarily going to win every week, but that's who... uh, I think the neutral are going to enjoy the club are building or built off very sort of good ethics, good morale, um, and they seem to be doing very, very well with it. Spurs picking up a home win against Manchester United, who don't take any, anything away from Spurs. Man United don't really look like they're going to be much competition this year. It's early days, but they don't seem to be putting things together very well early on. In the Championship... Ipswich with a 1-0 win at QPR. Quite an exciting game, really. QPR hitting the both posts off the same shot, missing from maybe sort of a yard out, just had to hit the target, putting it wide, but Ipswich scoring late on. That's Ipswich with winning every game, top of the championship at the minute. Also, Sunderland winning 2-1 at home to Rotherham with... Job Bellingham scoring both goals at only age 17, who seems to be sort of early doors. Obviously not going to be up there as talented as his brother at 17. He was over at Borussia Dortmund, but he really seems to hit the ground running up at Sunderland. Also in the Championship, Leicester winning 2-1 against Cardiff, but the talking point would be Aaron Ramsey's goal from sort of 35 yards just before half-time. Um, the ball on the sideline, someone passing just inside, he's opened up his body and put it in the far top corner. For me, probably the goal of the weekend. The game of the weekend came in League 2, which saw Wrexham versus Swindon. Half-time was 4-1 to the travelling team. So five goals in the first half, another five goals in the second half. It saw two quick, quite early goals in the second half. Wrexham pull it back to 4-3. Swindon took it to 5-3. And then the 92nd and 96th minute, Wrexham scored twice to draw 5 all. A lot of talking points coming off the back of that. Ben Foster probably wasn't at his best. (laughs) They don't seem to have... Many centre-halves at Wrexham, which I think you know, during the duration of the season, League 2 is a much more competitive physical league. So I think they're going to struggle to come to um, sort of terms with that unless they're quite quick. Dual uh, 
Bellingham scored for Real Madrid twice again uh, this weekend. So again, another another one that's hit the ground running at his new new club. I don't think the price tag of 120 odd millions put him off too much. Harry Maguire saw his deal break down midweek. Uh, his move to West Ham looked on. Uh, they were looking at Ward Prowse and Harry Maguire. Uh, Ward Prowse went. Maguire does not. Billy Sharp is probably for me the most surprising transfer so far this window. He has signed to LA Galaxy. Um, got released from Sheffield United. Still talks him and been able to do it around the Championship League One, but uh, he's gone over to America. Endo has gone to Liverpool, Lavia to Chelsea, and Tim Krul has gone to Luton. So he is back in the Premier League, a uh, solid keeper with Newcastle and Norwich. The big transfer this week is Neymar over to the Saudis, who's got a massive, massive contract. It's, it's, it's t talks around £100 million a year. And then he's got 25-bedroom mansion, access to these cars, jet when he needs it, in-house um, sort of chef, cleaners, you know, in-house team. And then... Uh, the the big one is the talks around his social media. If he puts a post on promoting the Saudis, he gets half a million pounds. So a couple of them a week just keeps his wages topped up nicely. couple of injuries this week saw Tyro Mings with his ACL. Arsenal new signing Timber with his ACL. They're both out for a period of time. And Kevin De Bruyne, the opening game of the season on the Monday night, saw his... Hamstringo, he looks to be out for around about four months. Boxing, there was a little, well, there was a fairly big fight this weekend in Galau Yafai versus Tommy Frank. Well, it was one of the lighter divisions. Yafai, obviously, was at the Olympics in 2020. Great prospect. He is 30 now, but... Uh, he dropped Frank twice in the first round and then his team threw the towel in, so quite convincing. Next weekend, obviously, sees the usage fight. Bit of a weird week in rugby. I'll go through the results of the weekend and then sort of the talking points that's come from, from the weekend. Wales lost heavily um, at home to South Africa, 52-16. You had a much-changed Wales team, a very strong South African team, but it just goes to show that Wales rugby lacks the strength in depth. England lost away at Ireland, 28-10. The big talking point in that is Vinopolu with a red card going into the World Cup. Italy hammer Romania, 57-7. And France beat Fiji, 34-17. The Scotland squad was announced this week for the World Cup. There's the Welsh squad on Monday and the England team coming up you had Vinopolu sent off going into the World Cup so that would all but see him miss probably the opening three or four games so you'd like to think he probably wouldn't be in the in the final squad Owen Farrell that was sent off last weekend against Wales saw his red card overturned during the week which was a bit bit of a farce considering um sort of everything around it uh don't get me wrong there's been a lot of hammer for him it's 
he hasn't overturned it. You know what the 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 appealing board have. So, but World Rugby have appealed the decision. So it does look like again on Monday that's going to be appealed. So there may be another outcome of that of him missing the opening to the uh, to the World Cup. Golf, the FedEx Cup is sort of taking place as we speak. You have a bigger prize money this year. So it's gone from 18 million to 25 million to the winner. So it's it's a tricky one. This this could be the you know the the Saudi influence into the merger. We still there's not really much news around the merger or anything like that. So this could be what that is. So um you know bigger prize monies to the to the players still with four rounds of golf and and so on and so on. So um You've got the BMW Championship taking place at the minute. You've got Scotty Scheffler in the lead, well, joint lead with Matt Fitzpatrick. And then Harmon, Homer, Hovland and McElroy tied fifth. So quite an exciting one. Um, you've got at the minute, at the top of the FedEx Cup, John Ram, Scotty Scheffler's second, Roy McElroy third. Probably the big one, Patrick Cantley, who I tipped for um, the US Open this year, is in fifth. So, plenty to play for. Uh, sort of, you know, till the end of the month and then obviously going into the, hopefully they can take a bit of form into the Ryder Cup coming up in September. Not much going on this week around the world of cricket. Stokes has been picked for the World Cup. Uh and then there's just the 100 that's going on at the minute as well, which has been sort of pretty exciting, but nothing sort of too major. Um, Southern Brave beat Phoenix um, sort of quite convincingly. Gloucester, uh, Glamorgan beat Gloucester in the one-day cup, but nothing sort of, of too much note. The 100 tables, the Invincibles are sat at the top, Rocket second, and then at the bottom, Phoenix. So, still plenty to go at really around there, but uh, until, I think it goes until uh, until the end of August, so still plenty to play for around there. Next week, we will cover, again, football. There'll be a build-up to the return of the Formula One from Jordan, who hopefully is back next week as well. Just want to say... Commiserations, but congratulations to the England women's football team who unfortunately lost 1-0 uh, in Australia today to Spain in the World Cup final. They played extremely well, fought for everything, but unfortunately uh, just came up short after a pretty pretty solid single goal, really. Um they they just they had their opportunities to hit the bar quite early but just couldn't seem to to convert. 